Congratulations, you found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Featuring Martha Steele, radio personality extraordinaire and queen of the volunteer librarians. Nicole Shaded, sports animal wrangler, shield maiden, and book warrior. And Vonnie Golden, healthcare billing diva, volunteer librarian, and book goddess. Together, slaying the dragons, catching serial killers, exploring history, space-time, and alternative realities. Searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. What are you looking at me for? We're waiting for you to start. You always start. <sighs> what if I don't want to start? What if you should start? Welcome to three book girls. <laughs> Woo! Woo! And Nicole is back with us this week. Man, where have you been, girlfriend? We missed you. Too much sports. No more sports for you. Dallas and no more weddings either. Oh, yeah, that's I'm right. Over the Dallas. one was a wedding thing. Yeah. I forgot about that. I just blamed it on sports again. We just want to yeah. keep you in this state. Not that we didn't enjoy our guests. We, we did. Very we had good some guests. awesome guests. Yeah. And we have another guest tonight. Hello. We do. We have Christy, who is a very good friend of mine and a, an avid reader as well. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. All us reader people, we got to stick together. Oh, yeah. Sister. <laughs> <laughs> and especially when it comes to October, I don't know what it is about this month, but people are just so into this horror reading thing. They're it's just having a blast. Spooky. You have to be spooky in October. I guess. All the movies come out. I'm not going to tell you what my uh, Halloween costume is. I had to hide it under my bed to keep it away from my son, if that tells you anything. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I can't wait to come to work on Halloween day. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to ru- Actually, I think I'll take the stairs that day and scare the crap out of the receptionist. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be great. Uh, well, you have anyway. to take lots of selfies. Lots of selfies, yes, yes, I will. You'll see me everywhere. Although you won't know it's me. You'll call the cops because you'll think it's something else. <laughs> Boy, now you're really curious. I am curious, and usually you tell me everything. Yeah, but I didn't. I kept this a secret. It's under me. my bed. I don't know if oh I like gosh. that. It's amazing I can even sleep at night. So it's under your bed, and I'm Stay at your away house from my quite bedroom, a bit. Nasty woman. <laughs> nasty woman. <laughs> we're all nasty here. So we're, we're talking about horror books today, and, and since horror has so many different facets, we decided to be a little cryptic and and ambiguous with things that go bump in the night. Dun, yes. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a we have a basically in just everything spooky and creepy night. Right. Who wants to go first? I can go first since I haven't Everybody been here in a while. Everybody turns and looks at Nicole. Yes. yes. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, October is my favorite month of the year because A, it's my birthday and B, everything scary is awesome. So, great when, mix of everything. When's your birthday? October 29th. So, the Friday. All right. Next, yeah. next Saturday. Oh, but on a Friday on the podcast. Almost a Halloween oh. baby. So, mm, perfect cool. month for me. Okay, um, scary girl. Tell us what you're what you're up to this week. But it's kind of ironic. I don't read a lot of horror things or scary things, and so I've recently been trying to get into that. So I decided to read Stephen King because I've always heard great things about him. And the first book I chose, which I actually found at a discount store, <clears throat> so that's why I purchased it. Uh, and it's Bag of Bones by Stephen King. Right. Um, and everybody, it's listed in a lot of the top. Like hundred top ten like horror books of 
uh, in like ever. <laughs> so I uh, decided to give it a read, and I got to tell you, it's a very, very, very long. B, yes. there's a lot of information that you probably don't need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget about that part when I recommend books. Yeah. I just think about the good parts. Um, but it, it was very interesting, and there were a lot of, uh, I guess, twists to the story. Uh, there's a lot of different stories going on in the same story. Um, it's about a guy. His wife recently died. They're in their young 30s, so it's a very surprising um, like event for him and she dies of a brain aneurysm while she's crossing the street and oh. it turns out that she's actually uh, pregnant when this happens uh-huh. so he's very like mentally um, freaked out kind of yeah freaked out I guess about the event and he's an author so she they always had this ritual whenever he wrote books and everything and um, uh, he has writer's block uh Ever since she died, and he he actually was able to finish his last book, and then he was never able to start a new one. So he decides to go to uh, Sarah Laughs, which is his cabin um, that he frequently went with his wife. Oh, Sarah, his wife's name? No, uh, oh. his wife was okay. Joe. Sarah Laughs is actually named after a woman like in history that used to own this cabin. Mm-hmm. And at first, you're kind of like wondering why. Like, you don't really know why it's named this, and I'm not giving anything away, but you find out that it's about somebody from, like, who used to own this cabin. She was African-American, and it was, uh, like, very distant, like, distant past that she had owned this. And so he gets to this uh, cabin. He starts, he, he had known some of the people in town a little bit, and he meets this woman and her child, um, and he kind of develops a relationship with them. There might be a little bit of romance that goes on. Um, but essentially, uh, she's having issues because her like husband or boyfriend died, but he, they were uh, he was the son of some prominent person. and so he like they're getting threats. But then at the same time, every time uh, the main character goes home to his cabin, he sees, like, he hears ghosts. He thinks he sees ghosts. And it's, like, this it, completely entangled. And then he find like, I don't know. I can't really don't give I can't away, go any more. I, no. I really can't go any further without but, giving but anything But let me just say this. The, the thing that I found the creepiest about this book was the refrigerator magnets. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember so you asking me about, about the refrigerator <laughs> <Yeah>. magnets. <laughs> Messages in refrigerator magnets. Can you imagine coming home every time and having a message? Especially that if you were there by yourself. Yes. Yeah. No. No. That just sends no. that creeps right. I there would be that. like a little puddle of pee, and then just me running out the door. So, <laughs> but I remember you asking me Sorry. about that, and I think I told you no. I never got to that part. Yeah. And now that I think of, I did get to that part, but it wasn't as big of an impact on me as I guess it was oh, you, I don't because know. I, I just was like, oh, okay. Um, but I did love this book for its suspense. Like it's sitting there building, 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 building. Um, Even though he has diarrhea it, of of the hand, everything, when it comes oh, to writing, every tiny, he really just doesn't yeah. leave anything mm-hmm. out, which I I like about mm-hmm. Stephen King. Some people, <laughs> there there are books where it's fabulous when he does that because you can really like get into the moment. Mm-hmm. And but then there are books that are like novellas of his that it's wonderful that it's very succinct mm-hmm. it doesn't need all this other stuff like the one we were talking about oh, yes we were discussing uh one of his newer 
It's called Full Dark, No Stars. Um, it's a compilation book of novellas, and one of the stories in it is called Big Driver. Have you read that? I, that that was my first Stephen King novel. Oh, Bag of Bones was. And I just want to say it's 736 cool. pages if you read the paperback. Yeah. Dude, Stephen King never writes anything under 700 yeah. pages. <laughs> no, but see, I ran into, I like Stephen King, I like his suspense, and I like his, the way that he depicts the the horror mm-hmm. that he writes about, but I have a lot I almost of the said, same what problem. Horror? <laughs> <laughs> what horror? Actually, you know that's horror. funny. What book is that? <laughs> because Stephen I King never... has a horror. What? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I didn't. He still live up in New England. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Bonnie. I just couldn't help. <laughs> no, but um, I ran into like what you did, where there was a lot of information that really wasn't necessary and it was kind of after i read it i was like well that was a waste of 15 minutes that i just read well yeah because my thing is like do i really need to follow him on this walk through the lake that lasts like 15 pages (laughs) like (laughs) yeah yeah but i still do like him it's just there's a little more than there needs to be sometimes yeah no 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 you need it all now Carrie, I didn't find that with. Well, Carrie was the, that was the reason you didn't find that with Carrie is because this publishers cut the shit out of Carrie. <laughs> and Salem's Lot, I didn't find that with Salem's Lot. Because the publishers Lot. cut the shit out of See, it. See, I need to go back and read those. Mm-hmm. And and Pet Cemetery, because <laughs> he had both his yeah were ones that. He oh, had his Pet own was stuff by that time, and he re-released the stand with like another. God, I don't know how many pages they added to it because he went back to his original edit. That uh-huh. thing is a doorstop. I did oh, find it's crazy. A brilliant doorstop. <laughs> his character development was very interesting. Yes. Yeah, it he was. Is, mm-hmm. So overall, what would you say you would give that book? I don't know. I, I, I guess okay. If I'm only rating him off of this book, because I obviously have, I want to say that I want to go read more of his mm, before okay, I read, okay, yeah, rate okay. this. However, if I'm only rating this book without reading any of his other stuff, I would give it a three out of five. Yeah, I which had a isn't horrible. It, yeah, but is it, it's like I don't know. It was. I probably should have recommended a different one for you. Well, I think you did. You, I think you told me to read Salem's Lot first. This one I just happened to find at yeah. this discount oh, yeah, store. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, all right. Okay, so three out of five on that one, mm-hmm. which is okay. It's okay. Right. You, if, if you want to read one of his books, it's shorter. It, and like I was mentioning, read Big Driver, but mm-hmm. know that it's not. But it's within the compilation, right? Yes. Okay. In Full Dark, No Stars. And it is not supernatural, mm-hmm. but it is terrifying. <gasps> and I mean, because it's so real, it's terrifying. That's another thing is for some reason ghosts and like paranormal i guess doesn't it, it i'm not doesn't do it for you no mm-hmm. what scares me more is like serial killers even though i love reading about them mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. i don't know uh clowns so i guess i should go read it because <laughs> they're yeah. terrifying yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. paranormal is um, more my thing <laughs> yeah so go, like it was essentially i mean even and i'm not giving away anything it talks a lot about ghosts in the beginning of the book and it just wasn't I don't know. They just ghosts don't scare me for Mm -hmm. some reason. All right. Mm -hmm. But what did you guys read? Well, do you want me to go next? Yeah, you go next. Well, I kind of cheated a little bit this week because I wrote, I read a short story, but this is a story that always makes me think of Halloween. So I wanted to read it in October, and it was um, Legend of Sleepy Hollow. 
Uh-huh. Got a classic in the yeah. mix. Yeah. Yes. Impressive. And the reason why it always reminds me of Halloween is when I was growing up, we had, a, you know, along with math and English and science, we had library. We actually went to library and had a course in library every week. Hmm. This is the librarian would read this to us every October. Oh, that was kind of cool. And the original, of course. Uh-huh. Did he do voices? Um, or she? She didn't really do the voices, but she she kind of creeped it up oh, a little. Yeah. She made it creepy. So <laughs> I was kind of getting it. You kind of creepy the googly eyes. When, ooh, yeah. She's yeah. like, and then <laughs> okay. in the dark of night, Ichabob Crane. Ichabob. <laughs> but Bob to his oh. friends. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So, and this book was actually first published in 1820. By Washington Irving. Wow. And it's actually it's set in seventeen ninety. So this is a very old and it's written in a very old world style. So right. they use a lot of um, representation and synonyms for different things, oh, okay. which is a little difficult to get through. And if I didn't already know the story, it would mm-hmm. have been a little confusing. Right. But it's no Beowulf. No. No. Yeah. No. No, no, no. <laughs> that bad. But and because I yeah. watched so much on TV about, you know, the Headless Horseman and stuff, mm-hmm. I'd actually forgotten parts of the the story. Because the, the real story is more about two men after the same woman. Because hmm. Ichabod Crane, who's the school teacher in the town, Sleepy Hollow. That's Ichabod with a D, Vani. Sorry. I- Ichabod. Thank you. I'm sorry. I just can't. I'm myself. sorry. I have to say it. I like to take a bob better. Like a bob out of you. <laughs> this isn't humor. Ichabod Crane. Thank you. Almost grammatical. Uh, we can start singing elevator music. Issues. Okay, here it is. <laughs> the Jeopardy tune. <laughs> that might be copyrighted. Ichabod Crane and Abraham Van Brunt are both after Katrina Van Tassel. They're both trying to win her heart, and they both want to marry her. And Ichabod Crane is kind of lanky and skinny and is more in touch with his feminine side because it talks about how he likes poetry and he likes to pick wildflowers. Uh And he's just, he's not a real manly man. You know, he doesn't, you know, hammer up drywall. To be a real man, you have to be on the cover of a romance novel with a shirt off. Yeah, right. (laughs) I always think, when I think of Ichabod Crane, I think of that big Adam's apple. For some reason, maybe it was in the, the uh, it was in the book. It was in the yeah. illustrations okay. of the book. Yeah. The big, huge Adam's apple, and he was just such a tall, goofy-looking yeah. dude. Yeah. It, tall, goofy, but it, he seemed like he was genuine and uh, just generally a nice guy mm-hmm. in the book. And then Abraham Van Brunt is more of a manly man mm-hmm. and kind of a bully, and you know, just mm-hmm. so in. Uh, our recent situation politically, would you say he's a? <laughs> I would say he would be like the Donald Trump. Oh, oh. Sleepy Hollow. No, so we know which I'm one we're up. <laughs> <sighs> That's bad. I shouldn't say that. You can. Go. I'm sorry. Later. I'm the one that did it. Go right ahead. Oh. Go but, back to Ichabod. That's a whole other podcast, right there. But, <laughs> right, <laughs> one that we should not really get into. Um, <laughs> but. Um, Abraham Van Brunt kind of starts picking on Ichabod 
and kind of bullying him around a little bit and always telling him, you know, scary stories because Ichabod is, he gets scared a little Mm -hmm. easily and stuff and, and everything else. So he's trying to get him to leave Katrina alone or get Katrina to To realize that, that, oh, this guy's a scaredy cat. Why do you want to marry him? So, and the story, what happens with the end of the story. Don't tell us the ending. Well, everybody knows the story. Don't tell the ending. No ending. But anyways, there's, (laughs) the town that they live in is um, rumored to be haunted by the headless horseman who is somebody is a soldier from the revolutionary war that gets his head blown off by head a cannon blown off. Oh my and gosh. it's said that he comes out at night looking for his head mm-hmm. okay everybody knows that part of Every man comes out at that's night the only part of that story i know <laughs> <laughs> no 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 that that's looking with their little yeah. head <laughs> I'm so glad this is a podcast and not a broadcast. Uh, on that note, the woman's name is Von Tassel. Come on. I mean, I'll, I just see tassels. I see pasties. Ichabod, really? He wanted to get him a piece of stripper. All right, so let's get back to the real Sorry, No, my fault, my bad. Again. So at the... But I want to give away the ending. No, nope. don't. You can't. Our listeners got mad at us one time. Yeah. I know. Oh, really? We gave away a spoiler and we got with a class finger wag. But yeah. everybody likes it. Everybody no. knows that no, story. No, but the, the whole idea is for you to feel passionate enough, passionate enough about the story and it. the idea to go and read it yourself. To hook others. Yeah. Yes. But this is just the a hook. very Halloween y story and it has a lot of elements. It has, you know. Kind of the shy, scaredy cat mm-hmm. and a bully, and then you know the a creepy ghost story, and, mm-hmm. and the pretty lady, and then blink, the pretty blink, lady blink. who's playing both of the men. Ah, uh. you know, like anyone who has tassels in their name might do. <laughs> Sorry, yes. <laughs> well, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I already did, actually. <laughs> well, make sure Ooh. you wash your hands after. <laughs> really? <laughs> I found it. Oh. It's from Christmas. I wouldn't actually eat that. Oh. <laughs> Is it from nice. Christmas? Nice. Last Christmas. I, I, I lo- almost said this Christmas. <laughs> what? I, I love mint chocolate. It's one of the ones that you put on your ugly Christmas sweater. Remember? It just depends oh if God, you're willing to eat is. that or not. I'm not going to eat but it. But I, I just found it, and I'm not really sure how it's I helped you pin those things on your sweater. Is it chocolate? Oh, I bet you that's where it's from. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it probably came off my Christmas sweater last year. Awesome. It's wrapped. It's good. It's all good. All right, so uh, the, the, uh, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, a definite Halloween read, you you would say? Yes, I would say, um, but like I said, it is written in old world style, so it's a little difficult to follow at times. Read it out loud to your kids. Read it out loud or read it slowly. I, I think you should read it to your kids, even though it's a ghost story and it's kind of scary. Yeah, but the whole idea of a different time and a different language, mm-hmm. that's really helpful for kids. And it's... Because it's expand their look, vocabulary. How, look how it affected you. Yes. I remember that story. All this time later, it. you probably never would have picked that book up otherwise. No, but probably not. But it's part of, part of your October now. Yeah. Part of yeah. your that's life. That's really cool. Yeah. Because it was part of growing up and part yeah. of what I remember as a little kid from so read Halloween. read it to your small children. And if yes. they have nightmares, well, then don't blame us. Sorry. 
<laughs> have a better grasp of your kids, people. So, <laughs> did you give that a five then? Because it was part of your oh yeah, your definitely young, young person five. narrative. Five. Okay. So, Christy, since you're the guest, we're Thank not going to make you go last. Okay. Uh, my book is called The Descent. It's by Jeff Long. It was published in 1999. Um, if you've seen the movie The Descent, this is not that. Okay. There's a movie called The Descent that's about a group of women that go spelunking in caves. And oh, that's not it's, that This thing. is not that. Okay. This is a book that, um, it's been described as belonging to the hollow core earth genre. Oh. So Journey to the Center of the Earth or any, okay. you know, any of those books about there being um, possible civilizations beneath the crust of the earth. Oh, okay. intriguing. So, so instead of like Atlantis at the bottom of the sea, it's a city under the earth. Yes. Um, and creatures living under the earth. So, and, and I'm not giving anything away when I talk about this, but it, it starts off basically with um, a group of uh, mountain climbers, mountaineers, mm -hmm. that uh, it's a man named Ike and his girlfriend, Cora, who have this adventure company they take these kind of buddhist hippie types up into the himalayas oh. and looking for uh, sites and spiritual they, enlightenment yes etc et yes and um a snowstorm hits and they have to go into a cave and in this cave they find this corpse um displayed out on a shelf in this cave a shelf corpse uh, yeah well like a um, inlet in the rock but it's been oh, kind of carved oh, out oh. he's laid out he's tattooed from head to toe it looks like self-tattooing and at first they don't see him until their lights burn out on the third day oh, and then they creepy. see this glow of these iridescent lights and there's like what they at first think are mandalas you know yeah buddhist markings and then they finally get a light over there and they realize it's this corpse and he looks kind of mummified. They've been sleeping with a corpse! <laughs> so, so, so they begin to look at him and they realize he's got this big, thick, iron um, collar on like a slave would wear. Oh. Okay? Like he's been chained and taken, you know, carted places. And he has a huge nose ring and not a 1990s you know, Pearl Jam type nose ring. No, we're a talking... large like bull, pull a bull by the nose ring. Ah, through, like a septum. Ah. He's been tortured basically, and so they're obviously very freaked out, trying to figure out you know why this is there. <clears throat> and one of the people in the group goes missing, and they decide to split up and go <laughs> look for him, which is a very bad idea. And they start coming across. <laughs> oh, don't go yeah. into the cave. Yeah. It's always what yeah. happens. <laughs> so they find a coin, a gold coin. And then they find another gold coin and they begin to follow these. What's a breadcrumb trail? <gasps> and they're being lured deeper and deeper into this cave. Um, so, and, and this is just the very first, very short chapter. Um, people die. Ike uh, does not. He shows back up soon and... Um, you soon learn that there are people living deep down in the earth, and eventually they figure out that it's a divergent evolution 
from Homo erectus, and they they call it Homo hadalis after they, Hades. They've named themselves oh. Homo hadalis. No. Uh, so it's like uh, a, the people, a whole new species. Uh, it's a whole new species. Uh-huh. Um, and when people up on the top of the earth figure out they're there and there's this civilization down there, they they name it Homo Hedalis. Okay. And then they beca- begin calling them Hadels or Hatties for short. Hades. Hades, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Little devils? It, yes. Uh-huh. And they are evolved to live in complete darkness. So you can imagine. So they can see in the dark. They can see in the dark. They've got, you know, different <laughs> eyes. Um, and the story has several main characters. There's a nun who um, has her doctorate in speech, and she's been searching for the first language, the, you know, following the roots of different languages right, back so to the very first language. so she wants to go and check them out, too. Right. She wants to check it out. And then, then the military gets involved, and then a big corporation gets involved. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's just the the main part of the book is when, um, you know, several of the main characters are together in an expedition down in the bowels, the bowels, very good word, yes, of the earth. um, And they thought that the, the Hades had retreated from people and then suddenly they're attacked. I'm not giving anything away. Okay. And then you really get into how the Hades treat the people that they've abducted from the uh, the top of the man, earth. Man, you got me. And it is dude. brutal. You have seriously, brutal. I have seriously got to read this. Yes, now. it is so good. And there's a second part. It's called Deeper. Uh, it's a, there's a second book. Um, and it's just it, you have to obviously suspend any notion, not any notion, but. You can't expect all the science to be correct. No. You know. Right. No. You can't be closed-minded when you read this. Right. Most you, of us are, are willing to suspend our disbelief right. to yeah. uh, enjoy a good fiction I novel. I mean, people right. are going down underneath the crust of the earth. <laughs> you know. <laughs> My engineer friends would be going, well, it would be much too hot down yeah, there exactly. for them to survive. They can't breathe properly. Yeah, shut up. Exactly. They would all die of carbon monoxide poisoning from the molten lava. Love yes. you, engineer friends. The first time I read it, though, I, just, I could not put the book down. It's and I've read it twice. And in fact, when you asked me to come do this, I started reading it again. <laughs> the long, the long descent. No, just the descent. Oh, the descent. The guy's the descent. name is Long. Yeah, Jeff Long. Um, uh, it sounds good. It sounds right really, up your alley. It does sound in it my alley. It is so alley. good. I gotta read that. I love mm-hmm. it. Oh, I mean, it's it. not you know another planet. Now that's, that's some serious bump yeah. of the night there. It yeah, is. it is. Yeah, because at the beginning of the book, once they what it takes for the government and everyone to realize that these things are real and not just, you know... Some, the, somebody made up a hoax right. or whatever. Yeah, it, it's it, because they start to take kids <gasps> in the night from their bedrooms. Uh, I know. <laughs> kids in the night! And, no. I mean, it is so creepy. It is so creepy. And just the mutilation that they do to oh, their captives. Oh, you're creeping me out all over the place oh, out here. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so um, is the Homo hadeus, um, do they look like humans or are they very different looking? They are, um, they, here, let me 
find, see because if I, can I find have a, a picture in my head from your description of what they would love. Just what she's yeah. trying to get <laughs> well, out of no, here. Like, I'm like thinking, like you know, extra long tongues. Maybe that was where Gene Simmons is coming from. Uh, it could be, you know, the extra long tongues. That uh, might be uh, something um, with the freaky eyes because yeah. they can see in the night. Uh, let me. Okay. Look almost like, you know, faces that, you know, look almost like an electric eel or something. So, ooh, like Darth Maul or something? Yeah. I don't know. That, they I've, said I've got the, all kinds of pictures in my head. They <laughs> said the females were graceful, uh, delicate, almost feminine. So, they, they're different. They're not all, they don't all look exactly the same. But they're they, not super frightening either. They're like the human race where well, everybody has their own. obviously they must be tattooed all over the place. Or is that just the slaves that get the tattoos? I think... I'm assuming they'd be very pale. They're right, very pale they're and if you just give us a just give us a ballpark of what they they don't look that do they look that different from they us? They don't look that different, but their eyes have evolved to see in total darkness. Right. So they they probably look milky. Canines, you know, they're they they eat bugs that are down there, large bugs. And so they've got like okay. sharp a lot teeth. Of sharp teeth, um, Claws because oh, there's limestone and in the, slippery and okay. um, they're just yeah, very that's, that's pretty freaky. Um, it's really interesting. One of the interesting things though is it talks about um, that they they think that this species of human I'm not going to call it human but is the origin of the myth of the devil. Well, and it's, that would make sense, which is why they gave it the Hades right. moniker, right? Um, and uh, they think that it once was a great civilization and that it may have been the, also the cool. origin of like Atlantis or the Mu civilization. Okay. That it's well, just the, the, one of the oldest. There's always a kernel of truth someplace yeah. well, in, with in the, a myth. With the, with the milky eyes and the claws and the mm-hmm. sharp teeth, it almost sounds like some of the um, like Greek gods, like some of the bad, evil Greek gods. Oh, man. I, like there been, was one see, of the Greek gods that that was like that. And I'm trying to way too long is. since I was in mythology. Well, I, know I, I thought of Morlocks. Were they? I, I, I was. I, want, I couldn't remember the name, mm-hmm. but from the time machine from H.G. Wells. Morlocks. Mm-hmm. They, How were, they were Morlocks. Yeah, kind of underground. Oh man, they were scary looking. They were very hairy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be one of the scariest things for me. You know, the underground. Yeah. <laughs> dwelling thing. Maybe it was because. I always had that thing when I was a kid of what's under my bed. Oh, yeah. Right. Or under the stairs. See? Or any kind of unknown spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, full disclosure, even into my 20s, if I went home to my apartment by myself, I was the girl that whipped back the shower curtain. <laughs> you know? Nobody in there. And if you had to go, no. if, if you're in the basement and you had to go up and you had to turn the light out, you run the, run, you you turn run the light out. The I light still out. do this, guys. When Travis goes out of town, I immediately turn my uh, alarm system on, and I'm like, yeah, we're all like, a bunch of scary cats, but we read these scary books. Oh. So, so what is your rating going to be on the on the, the descent? I, I really, for me, it's a probably it's a five. Okay. I mean, it probably is one of my very favorite books because it was so different than other stuff I had read. And, it, and awesome. even to this day, it's different than a lot of the stuff I've read. Well, I'm going to read it. It it's sounds good. really good. It yes. does sound good. Does sound I highly awesome. recommend it. I'll have to look and see if we have that on audio. After I catch up, I my yeah, books have I finally know. started We're, coming it in. It just keeps getting, our TBR It just keeps getting larger and yeah. larger and larger <laughs> and larger. <laughs> Doing this show, you know. It's like, there's a readathon, by the way, that starts oh, tomorrow. Yes, it's a 24-hour readathon. I signed up. 
Oh, you're gonna do it? I signed up. Do you? I'm a little jelly. What is it? What are you supposed to do? Like, are you supposed to read like all day long? Well, there are hardcore people who read. Or I have to work tomorrow, so it's really gonna be interesting. Yeah, but I'm definitely gonna. How many hours do you have to read? It's supposed to be 24, but it says like use an audio book, or it says go to the park. Don't just read at home all day. Right, and don't just eat junk food all day. Yeah, audio books are awesome because you can put them in your ear and do whatever. I'm taking my grandpa to go eat sushi tomorrow, so I can listen to an audio in the car. There you go. Yeah, don't give me that. I saw that look on your face when I said sushi. I really. I don't (laughs) expect you guys to be as extreme as me. And I think they do it twice a year. They do the readathon twice a year. Yeah, they do it in March. I shared it on, I I don't know who the sponsor is, but I shared it on our Three Book Girls Facebook page. I was so excited about this because Travis does video game marathons. He does Mm. 24 hours of video games and he streams it live on the computer to raise money for the children's hospital. Right. And like, oh, that's a good idea. It's not until November, but he's already, like, he starts raising he money, like, months and stuff, yeah. in before. So he's got $210 right now for it. Awesome. And then um, what he does is, like, while he's doing the games, uh, people can be like, play this game. And, uh, I'll, I'll donate, like, $50 if you play this oh. game. And, like Cool. And then they can just watch him. So it'd be cool to do like a readathon, and then people could tell yeah. you what book to read. Well, maybe well, we I want should you to raise read money part of this. Uh, at a later date for something that we yeah. choose. Well, like maybe we should do the March one. Anyways. We'll talk about that and 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 come up with a plan. Yeah, yeah that would be a good idea. I like That's that. I suppose idea. we should get back on the uh, on the scary train yeah. here. What did yes. you read, Martha? Please wow. tell me it was way scarier than mine. <laughs> well, the book I picked <laughs> scared the living crap out of me. Oh, I don't feel like that happened. It doesn't happen very often. It's called The Troop by by Nick Cutter. And I think that because of the subject matter, because it had Boy Scouts in it. Well, I don't know. I don't remember if they were. No, I think they were Canadian wilderness. Mounties. Same thing. Boys. Close enough to Boy Scouts. (laughs) Close enough to Boy Scouts. You know, because our sons were Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. Okay, so. Picture this, okay? It's the weekend. Everybody's got the weekend off. So this island, this little Canadian island, is empty. There's nobody there. But the scoutmaster knows somebody and says, okay, we're, I'm going to take the boys for this long weekend trip. And so he gets, piles all the kids in the boat, and they go over to this little island. Well, there's Deserted nobody island. else there. It's just them. Well, in the night... Oh no. This dude shows up. And he's very ill. Very ill. And he starts to um eat everything in sight. And his behavior becomes more and more and more frightening and they have to deal with this man. Mhm. And whatever he has is contagious. Oh, boy. And so the whole story is basically around that theme. And the way they describe the way the sickness uh, moves forward Mm -hmm. and the effects on how the scouts, after they lose their scoutmaster, I'll give that little thing because I think you could probably figure out something like that is going to happen. How they band together. Mm Mm-hmm. And also against each other. So a Lord of the Flies yeah. type yes. situation. It becomes very, very frightening very quickly. 
a lot of uh, really frightening behavior, a lot of absolutely gory to the max gore. What was the name of this book? Yeah. It's called The Troop. Oh, by... By Nick Cutter. I just put that on my to-read. No, maybe you told me about that I think book. I might have told you about it. I gotta write it down It again. is seriously gory, though. I mean, mm. gag-inducing gore. Yeah. And especially because you're dealing with little kids. There's something about little kids in horror novels, especially because we have boys. Yeah. And they're all little boys. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't think I would like that It one. really was. <laughs> it was disturbing on a level that... Uh, now, not everybody's going to feel that way about it. You know, sometimes I overhype things that really got to me. But some you may read it and, yeah. and find it not not worrying at all. Everyone has their soft point where right. just like you know, Nicole didn't think the refrigerator magnets were that big a deal, right. but you <laughs> love that part. Right. And I think I've read many books with this same theme, with the disease that's going to mm-hmm. get out. You do like the I disease do. Books. I do. Dreamcatcher by Stephen King was another of yes. my very favorites in this mm-hmm. genre. But the troop, yeah, it, it was pretty scary. It also won an award, the winner of the James Herbert Award for Horror Writing. Mm. I'm definitely going to have So I'm not the book. only one that thought mm-hmm. it was an awesome book. However, after I read it, I felt disturbed for days. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, actually, you know what's ironic? Because mm. I, I just put this on my Amazon wish list, so I was looking at it. Uh, this is a quote from Stephen King. Uh, the troop scared the hell out of me, and I couldn't put it down. See, there this you go. is old school horror at its best. Uh, See, I the master even loved it. Wow. That's... So I feel like I'm in good company in recommending this book. I would give it a five in the horror genre. Yeah, not a personal favorite of mine because I'll never read it again. But never. It still, I will never <laughs> read it again. Was a good story. But it scared the you. writing was yes, good. Yes, it scared me. It was very frightening and and. Just thinking about it right now is make my skin crawl. See, that's that's the thing. It's hard for me to find a book that scares me now. Yeah, and I'm usually like that as well. And I think because this is, like I said, the subject matter, mm-hmm. the way that the guy wrote it, the way his description of the way things happened and the boys, the way they reacted to each other and against each other mm. was really what put the nail in the coffin Mm-mm. for me. Mm. Definitely worth a read, but if you have a, if you're squeamish, don't read it, because then you'll hate my guts for <laughs> telling you that it was a good book. Yeah, I probably won't read no. it. That um, I keep going back. I mean, I guess I should have said I have two books because when we started talking about Stephen King, Big Driver is it is such a good and it's book. a short now, story. It's a what's short. Big it's Driver, short. What's it about? It is about a woman and a writer who is um, asked to come speak in a small town about her latest book. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has, she goes and speaks. She meets the woman head of the book club or uh, whatever it is um, that asked her to come. And, and she kind of got an odd vibe from the woman. Nothing off-putting, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Um, but she she got the quiver. Yeah, and then she she said, you know, it's been a long drive. And the woman says, oh, there's a, there's a faster way to get back to this highway. Here's how you go. And she tells her this shortcut, and her car, she gets a flat. Okay, I'm already freaked out, and I don't even know the rest of it. And um, Big Driver refers to the person that comes to, uh, and I'm doing air quotes here, her help her. Rescue. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and the things that happen to this woman are are terrifying. Uh-huh. And uh, 
the man. Uh, it's it's. I think it's because it it could be something that happened. Right. It's just horrifying. Um, and this is a five for you. It is. Yeah. It is. It's. I can tell good... because you're like I gotta yeah, talk about I this. Yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here. I'm just like, like I'm probably have to read it again. <laughs> I feel like I need to read all of these just Pulls to see if no any stars. of them scare me. Yes. Because as a kid. The only things that scared me was that movie where all the semi trucks came alive and tried to kill the human <laughs> population. Oh, and I remember Gremlins. that. That one was scary. <laughs> Gremlins was the other one that gave me nightmares. Gremlins. Those were the only two. So I feel like I need to go like test my. You need to test board. your metal. You have yeah. to See, push your. Limits. Even though I'm a scaredy yeah. cat and real person, Poltergeist was one that gave me nightmares and Exorcist. I watched <laughs> See, Exorcist. Exorcist was the book. <clears throat> the book was much scarier. Um, yeah, but I watched that like yeah. I was babysitting and I put all the kids to oh, bed no. and I watched it by myself in the dark while there's thunderstorm outside. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know what? People love to be scared, you guys. And that's why Halloween has become so huge. People are embracing mm-hmm. that fear because it's when you look at something, it's not as scary anymore. And I, so I think that people, I know myself, the reason I read horror books as a young girl was that I was afraid of everything. Yes. And the only way to stop being afraid is to look at it. To analyze it, yeah. And go, why am I, okay, all right, this is really not that scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, then, there's different mm-hmm. kind of afraids, too, though. Afraid of a book or a movie in a haunted house or anything is a different kind of it is a different adrenaline rush than being afraid, like, in real life. Well, yeah. I think that's what's evolved with me, as I've grown older, is that the supernatural, because I know it's not real, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's my opinion. Um, <laughs> as um, real, you can't tell me otherwise. I know. There really are um, ghosts. It, it doesn't frighten me as much. It's still a, a fun read, mm-hmm. but it's the real life situations because I now monsters, yeah. associated. Uh, I've got a better grip on my mortality. So yeah. Well, I think yeah. With this book, the reason it scared me so badly is because it was about the disease that was destroying them. Yes. And I, I get much more frightened about things that could possibly that really happen. could happen. Mm-hmm. Have you so, read the Cobra event? Um, sounds it's, familiar. It's about a disease that gets out. Oh man, there are yeah. so many of them. They're yeah, everywhere. there really are. But I have like five maybe books we in my should, head maybe right we now should that do I'm like, a whole episode on, on <laughs> outbreaks. Well, that, what, uh, that should we? Many good books. I know. <laughs> I know. What should we, uh, what are we going to talk about next week? I know we're going to well, we do gonna one gonna more go for ghosts, but maybe we should skip that and go yeah. for outbreaks. What are we going to do next week? We could do outbreaks. I'm reading, um, I'm reading Joe Hill's uh, Fireman right now. I don't think we've well, talked about that. Well, that's outbreak. Yes, that's it is. That's an outbreak. That's an outbreak. And I don't think we've talked about that one yet. I don't think we have. I already talked about, or like, we... Wayward Pines. So oh, have you... I just started watching that. Oh, read the book. It's <laughs> really it good. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen that. I don't have cable. Oh, we Cable's are highly overrated. It's anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Books are better. <laughs> I need to read Wayward Pines. Yeah, shut up. I want to watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why don't we go for outbreaks next week? We do okay. outbreaks. Have you read any other outbreak books? Uh, I'll, we got to save them if she has. Yeah. What's the one outbreak that you had me read one of the books and I didn't really care for it, but it's like a vampire. The Strain? It, the Strain. <gasps> now, so that was good. actually, I didn't so care good. for the <laughs> so subject matter good. of the book, but the book was very well written. It's extremely yes. well written. Do you I think I that. would enjoy it? 
vampires. Oh, it's vampires. It's vampires. It's vampires. It's vampires. It's very, but it's it was very, very interesting mm-hmm. and different. I didn't really care for the show as much. No, the show just finished. The well, it's not totally shows, over yet. But. You know, I I know you all know this, but when you read a book, you formulate a picture in your head. You do right. of the creature yes. mm-hmm. or the. Whatever. And the creature was way too freaking hokey on yes, the show. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what does it. It's like, it's much more it frightening if you can't see it, people. Yes. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why I always, if I'm going to read a book and watch the movie, I have to read the book first. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. has to be the a strain book that does a, not have pictures from the movie yes. on The Strain it, is I a don't. series of books that are, um, you know what, let's save that for next week. <laughs> because we're, we're going over time here yep. already, people. All right, so, guys. So let's let's give this a big bow. Do we Wrap need to um, go should... over our books? Again? Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We got to go through that. All right, mine was uh, "Bag of Bones" by Stephen King. Uh, mine was "Legend of Sleepy Hollow" by Washington Irving. Mine was "The Descent" by Jeff Long, and mine was "The Troop" by Nick Cutter. And that does it for things that go bump in the night. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook. Oh yes, please like our Facebook page. Listen to us on iTunes and, or, and, uh, or SoundCloud. You can also uh, subscribe. Would be nice. Yes. We're not making any money from this podcast. We're just doing it because we dig it. Right, but, and they have and a serious us... Starbucks addiction. So <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, so <laughs> if you need yeah. something to give us for Christmas, I mean, caffeine, you know, Starbucks, yeah, gift cards, or awesome. just caffeine and any. Yeah, Somebody should send us some Death Wish coffee just so I can try it out. <gasps> yeah, maybe Death Wish will sponsor us. <laughs> that would be awesome. Then we would drink it every Friday. We would, and but not that's... sleep until the next Friday. I know, but that's <laughs> for another episode of Three Book Girls and a guest. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>